Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Liam and Alice. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad this has finally happened because I've wanted you to be on the podcast for so long. Oh, I know, finally. I mean, it's it's like we've been trying to arrange a date for so long. <laughs> Life. We've had the whole of lockdown. I know. Lockdown. I know. I literally listen, had two weeks off. Good and things come to those who wait, though, eh? Yeah. Um, but Liam and Alice are the co-founders of The Grad Fest, who've been doing some incredible work. When did you start last year? Uh, we never, I never know. I always assume I it's know. May. I think it's May yeah, and our yeah, first festival was June. Wow. Uh, June, July. So yeah. So summer, coming up to a year. Last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming up to a year. I know, big party. We need a big party. <laughs> <laughs> Anniversary. I want champagne. <laughs> I want confetti. And um, so. we'll talk about that, all, all about that in a bit. But uh, firstly, yeah. how are you both? How are you doing? Good. Good, I, I think. think. Yeah. <laughs> we say that. I mean, we're both yeah. quite similar, aren't we? We just, yeah. I think, it's just kind of taken over, and we've we've not actually had chance to like sit back. Yeah. Um, and I think just because you know it's been such a tough year for everybody, um, mm. and especially the graduates, and we feel like it's you know kind of our responsibility to keep that momentum going for them, um, mm-hmm. and really push um the boundaries i guess um eventually we will we've talked about going to greece and taking two weeks <laughs> yeah no thinking about that like the this thing that you've built and you put yourself out there as these people who are giving these opportunities it must be a lot of pressure especially when you were there yourself and like all your friends are kind of in that position it's i can imagine that's hard but yeah make sure you yeah. give yourself a rest <laughs> we we will eventually we just love working and um, yeah. I feel, and that's yeah. a blessing and a curse. Um, I mean, it's a blessing because we do have quite a bit of free time because of the old what's going on right now. Um, but everyone needs to have a downtime. Yesterday I had a sofa day and it was brilliant. Good. And it's what I yeah. needed. And th- there should be no shame in listening to your mind or your body and saying, okay, today's a, d- a day off. Yeah, I'll check an email here and there. today's a day off I mean I'm still learning how to do that I take my hat off to you because it's hard yeah and I think it is difficult as well like even you know you'll understand from from what you do as well it's like you know sometimes you work Saturday Sunday and then it comes to Monday and you're like oh it's a working working week so like I have to get back to work Mm. but then you don't realize the amount of work you've done over the weekend and You've not actually had a day off in seven days, so you're. Yeah, like... I I don't know what weekends are. Yeah. My days just merge. <laughs> today doesn't. F- what day is it? It's tu- today. Tuesday. I think it's Thursday. I d- I am lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please help. I am lost. Help. 
Send help. help. Um, but let's start with uh, a bit of gratitude growth, which has been the moment of my podcast that I've missed the most. So five things that you're grateful for today it can literally be anything, big, small, today, yesterday, this morning. Hmm. Who wants to go first? Okay. I, I, I'm happy to go first. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> um, the first thing that came to mind was um, hula hoops. Because the I crisps. just set some. Yes, oh, yeah. not not the thing you <laughs> put around it. your waist. <laughs> Obviously, the food. Oh my God, Alice. Um, <laughs> um, I I just had some, and I forgot how delightful they are, and they take me back oh. to my childhood, and they're just ooh, crunchy. Did you used to put them um, on your so fingers really, really... at school? Yeah, and I definitely did that just now. Yeah, <laughs> as well. uh, because I'm still a child, um, so I'm grateful for them for bringing me back to a happy place. That sounds dark. Sounds like I'm not in a happy place. I am. Um, I'm also grateful for lip balm. Mm. I'm literally looking at what's near me. Mm-hmm. But lip balm saves my life. Because you don't want to be crusty. Um, I'm grateful. Number three. I'm grateful for. And I'm not just saying this because it's like grad fest. I am genuinely so grateful for all the people we meet and especially on like International Women's Day, I was reflecting on all the grads we've met and how to me, they're f- I see them as friends first. I've created some amazing relationships and I think Liam will probably say the same thing. We've The connections we've made with people and they feel like they can talk to us on a friend level and people willingly coming to ask us for advice and help and that is very rewarding that people look up to us in that way. And something that I never really expected, not just in the grad fest, but I suppose life. Um, people, you know, are happy to ask us about the industry. What should I do about this? How should I talk to this agent? And that's amazing. And, and by doing that, it's making me more confident. And I feel like I'm getting better at my job because I do see it as a job now. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. Lovely people. What else am I grateful for? I'm grateful for podcasts. Because <laughs> we're on one. <laughs> um, I, I, um, I went for a, a, my walk, my long walk. I was listening to, what did I listen to? Uh, I listened to the Adam Buxton podcast, which I love. Um, Who is it was that? An interview. I love a so recommendation. Adam Buxton is... Um, he is a comedian and a writer. He's amazing. It's it's his podcast has been going on for years. It's always up in the charts. So you need to beat him. Okay. This podcast will beat him. Oh um, but he he interviews comedians and incredibly influ- influential people. Uh, the one I was listening to was with Rose Matafeo. She's a comedian from New Zealand. She's amazing. Um, and I don't know. He just he has a great way of connecting with all his guests making them comfortable it's just great i really recommend it and i'm sure there's somebody you'd want to hear from on because he the people he talks to um so i'm really grateful for podcasts because they make me happy the best i love you feel chill and hmm last but not least i'm grateful that i am safe in my parents house and that I'm comfortable, even though I'm not, you know, the pandemic has taken this from me, that from me. I always, when I'm having a moment of, oh, 
everything's so hard and horrible. Bleh. And I'm being a stroppy teenager. <laughs> Not teenager. Um, I, I just take myself back and I go, look where I am. I'm in my family home. My parents are looking after me. I'm back in, in the safe room. I've got all this green space around me. I am so lucky because there are a lot of people who aren't in a safe environment right now or Mm. may want to get out of where they're staying or even if they're I don't know somewhere where there isn't green space you know it's 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 insane how much freedom and nature can actually make you feel much better Mm. um so I'm very grateful for where I am even when I'm going insane because I I'm still with the parents me too babe um, me too i i am i am grateful that i'm here and that they look after me yeah and feed me and all that jazz do my oh, do my washing i love them <laughs> they're all really lovely thanks alice Yay. liam it's all right um I, I mean i've had all this time to think <laughs> i'm still <laughs> gonna say things that i don't know babe it can't um, be weirder than hula hoops so you're all right <laughs> yeah i'm i think i'm grateful for um my like support bubble should i say like as in like my friends and family um that kind of encourage me and push me to do things that i i think are out of my reach um because definitely with the grad fest you know me and alice sometimes have to push each other yeah um, and you know i'm kind of grateful to have them supportive people um coffee I would I would not survive. <gasps> I never seen. I haven't had a coffee, coffee today. That literally just made me realise I literally have one every Are single morning. Are you feeling morning. okay? You I right? think I it's because I've morning. had a coke. That's why I'm feeling <laughs> fine. I'll have my coffee later. That's so weird. Grace, who is she? Yeah, I know. Go and make yourself one. I know. Um, yeah, coffee. Um, because it also I think kind of is my thing that I, I do in the morning is I have it's a It's a ritual. Kind of, mm. Yeah, it's my time. It's my time. Um, I'm grateful for... Th- now, this this one is one that kind of is a bit complex because I'm grateful for all the challenges that I've been put through in life. Mm. But I'm grateful because they've made me a stronger, uh, more well-rounded and a better person. Um <clears throat> And I think it's about looking at negative situations and putting them into a positive. Um, so I'm so grateful that I've had them experiences to get me to where I am. Um, I'm grateful for... Wait, that's three. That's three. Oh God, we're getting on. Um, sparkling water. That is right next <gasps> yes. to me. Yes, uh, I love sparkling I get, water. I get through bottles of that that stuff and i want to invest in a soda stream i have one and they are the best things ever i I might have to get one and i put a bit of squash in have like fizzy squash do you know what this is so strange because everyone i tell that i like sparkling water no one likes it and now with two people who like sparkling water do you do you have that as well do you realize that like same brand yeah Yeah. that's quite cute my housemates don't drink it and they're like what are you doing and i go through bottles of sparkling water yeah I was kind of yeah. raised on it. That sounds weird. So but I remember same. having it really young. Yeah, my so. dad loves it with a bit of cordial, elderflower cordial. Mm. I just love the Yeah, the and it stops you from drinking fizzy drinks as much. Yeah. I well, find that I don't drink Not like for pop. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my last thing that I am grateful for is theatre. 
Now that's really geeky, but oh. I think I listen to a different musical every single day of my life. Wow. Yeah, um, good on you. Yeah, I sit and work and listen to music, and it's musicals. Um, and I think there's there's no shame in that. Like often, some of my friends are like, "You listen to musicals every day," and I'm like, "Yes." yes. <laughs> Literally, I had this conversation with Jacob, who came on my podcast the episode before this, and. We were both saying, like, isn't it funny how stagey is used as an insult now? Yeah. And mm. we're just like, what? Like, Embrace the, the stage. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like, this is literally you're meant to be your dream. You can listen to musicals yeah, if completely. you want. It's so funny. And I think, like, the some of the best inspiration comes from listening to things. Like, yeah. when I sit and work, I'll have a song on and I'll be like, I can do this. I can. And all these ideas start flooding. Um, Aww. Yeah, so I do think it's something that isn't a bad thing, listening to musicals. Oh, you're so cute. (laughs) What musical have you listened to today, Liam? What musical have I listened to today? Um, Well, um, you know, um, Mayer's on the album of Cases. Yeah. You know the song Stand? I've listened to that on repeat. Is that the one that she's been videoed on? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredible. I've listened to that on repeat. Like, yeah. It's yeah, um, and then this morning I listened to Hello Dolly. Ooh. Um, so yeah, <laughs> oh so cute, I love it. Good on you, babes. Um, well, they were both amazing. Loved them. Thank you. And before we go into talking about the grad fest, will you just? <laughs> I should have probably done this first, but introduce yourselves as individuals <laughs> because sure. I, I bet some people just call you the grad fest people do you know what I mean like you are individuals so just we'll um tell us a bit about you and like where you trained and where you're at now and like what your yeah who you are as a person I guess uh Alice go for it <laughs> who <Hello>. are you <laughs> hello I- <laughs> My name is, uh, I'm Alice. I am, I was about to say my age. I'm not going to say that. Um, I am from, I'm born and bred in Lincoln, Lincolnshire, in a little village um, where theatre isn't a big deal. I suppose all we had was like a little theatre royal and uh, I didn't get involved in theatre until I was about 17 because I remember the stage school had a huge waiting list. I think we gave up trying. I danced since I was tiny, so I was always like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a ballerina. <laughs> um <laughs> and um so I did dance, I enjoyed singing a bit, didn't you know, didn't really take it too seriously. And then at seventeen I was like, you know what? I like this stuff. So I went to a theatre school, just a Sunday one, you know, with your mates. And I really enjoyed it and I thought, okay um let's audition I auditioned uh I somehow got into arts ed uh on the musical theatre course um I trained there and um, now I'm what they call a professional um although I I question it um yeah I have always been really into theatre plays acting I love reading texts studying texts directing I I'm one of those people who annoyingly wants to do everything um but also i feel like there's not enough of those people i think if you're in this industry embrace this industry and do as much as you can don't put yourself in a box i could easily put myself in the performer box Mm. um sometimes i forget i'm a performer (laughs) 
And I'm like, yeah. oh no, girl, you, you do some singing. Um, but yeah, that I, I, I am one of those people who just wants to do everything, get involved. I think it's because um, at secondary school, for example, I wasn't really encouraged to perform. Um, I didn't get great parts in the school shows. And at that time, that's a huge deal. Looking back, mm. I'm like, <laughs> they're lost. Um, mm. But I, for a long time, in that crucial age of when you grow, I was off. I was often telling myself, oh, well, you're not good enough because that's another no, that's another no. Oh, and there's another. Um, and then I just thought, eh, I'm going to do it. it. What, was that a no? Okay, I'm going to do it anyway. And uh, I became that stubborn person who just was on a mission to prove everyone wrong. And it's got me all right so far. Yeah, what, what, um, so what was it that made you have that shift? Um, I think it was a teacher, one teacher in particular, who I always looked up to because I, I could see that they were so full of wisdom and they just didn't like me, which is, so, which is really sad because I was just like, please like me because you're... I think we'd get on great. Yeah. And she just wouldn't... She just... I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe... This is going to sound so pretentious. Maybe she saw herself in me. No, I was literally just thinking that. And she didn't like the path that she'd gone... I don't, I don't know. But I worked so hard every time. I was so dedicated to doing the musicals. Because like I say, at that time, it's such a huge deal. Um, and I, I was just constantly getting no's. And I just thought, I'm, I'm, I am good. Yeah. It got to the point where I, I, I even said that about myself. And who says that about themselves? You know, as, as actors <laughs> lot, we're so self-deprecating. But it got mm. to the point where I was like, no, I'm, I'm bloody good. I can hold a tune, mm. which is more than half the people in this cast. Mm. Um, so it just, it just, I just went, whatever. I don't, I, I'm just going to do it. And then it even got to the point where she, she took me to one side and she was like, so what you do, what you doing with university and stuff? And I was like, oh, I'm going to audition for drama school. And she was just like, no, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. I was just like, mm, pardon? Uh. Which obviously made me go, okay, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm going to get in. Yeah. And I did. And, oh, it felt so good. Because I, <laughs> I felt that. like I it bet. was just yeah. two fingers up to her. Which, you know, I wasn't doing because still part of me was like, I want you to like me but mm. and and from that point on I've always been a big believer in I am me I've got myself this far as me um I'm not gonna change that um and I I don't think people should feel pressure to change and give up what they believe in what they want to do Ugh, it yeah I love that never let, never let somebody make you feel small yeah when you know you are mm. so big yes That's so philosophical but it, mm. it, it you don't think about it until it happens to you and then yeah and it shapes your life yeah and do you know what I, I think it's amazing as well what you're saying about sorry Liam we will get on to talking about you in a minute <laughs> um what you're saying about wanting to do everything because a lot of people like leave the industry and then go okay I have to be a performer leave the industry go into the industry from drama yeah. school being like I have to be a performer I have to like go and sing dance act and then like when I'm older I'll be an agent or I'll be a director I'll be a choreographer yeah. when actually 
you can do things like that at the same time. And I think it's so cool that you've just come out and been like, I want to do this. And I definitely got that energy from you. That like bad bitch energy. Like this Alice. <laughs> like she sat there in Cadogan Hall like, do it again. You got this. <laughs> like I love it. And I'm like, yes, that is like the attitude that I just... I just thrive with people like that. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it. So I think that's amazing. And for anyone who's listening, maybe if you've graduated recently or you're in the same position where, I don't know, you haven't got into drama school and you're like, oh, what else can I do? Just go and do something else you're in- interested in. You don't have to wait until Absolutely. you think your time is up in the industry, which also just shouldn't be a thing. Um, so yeah, I love that attitude of just doing everything because I'm definitely one of those people <laughs> started a blooming jewelry business. Who do I think I am? <laughs> um, <laughs> Liam. Hello. Um, hello. Um, I'm Liam. Um, I'm from the north in <laughs> Manchester. Um, as you can tell by my accent. Um, I trained at GSA, uh, the Guildford School of Acting, uh, with Grace. But Grace's. Grace was in third year when I was in first year. Um, but we were friends. Why were we yeah, friends? Yeah, you like, I don't know, you like took me under your wing. I, I was just like, <laughs> I like you. <laughs> yeah, I was like the selected one. I think it's because um, you're friends with Maya, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. obviously I knew Maya and Dara and Sam um, from my college. And yeah, and then we just, I think if we were talking about being vegan, and that's how we like... <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we like started a conversation about like this life. is so off topic but i have i have videos of us in freshers so your first freshers in creams at like must have been like 11 p.m yes singing vanilla ice cream oh god <laughs> on my snapchat and then i have a video of you dancing like dancing with these like you know i had that tropical birthday party you had these like tropical like necklace on you're dancing in spoons i'll have to send you send you it this is why i've seen some of these yeah (laughs) i just i haven't even deleted snapchat yet because there are some gems sensation (laughs) yeah i'm an icon um (laughs) but yeah i went to the guildford school of acting and i graduated this well in 2020 um as a performer um and that lasted really long um (laughs) (laughs) no um, yeah i know i then made the decision that um i didn't want to perform anymore um it wasn't something i was enjoying um i wasn't getting enjoyment out of it and it felt like a bit of a chore um and obviously throughout that time i'd obviously like started the grad fest and I kind of got the producing bug, as some may say. Um, and I just kind of started, obviously, producing with the Grad Fest. Um, and then I kind of wanted to, like, expand that and, and also set up um, independently as well um, to allow me to, like, do more things and obviously do work that supports graduates, but also do, um, you know, work that, is not with graduates as well and expand uh, my network and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, and I think that goes back to your point of, of saying like you graduate from drama school and it's like the only path is to become a performer and like mm. that's your destiny and that's what you should do because you've trained three years for that. Um, and I'm very much like, if you don't want to do that, that is fine. You know, there's so many roles in the industry that, that we need 
um, you know, whether that's a casting director, a director, um, a choreographer. And if you've got the skills and capability, then don't feel like you have to perform just because you've spent three years training in that because you've trained as a creative, not as just as a performer. Um, mm. And so would you so say yeah. GSA helped you in your producing path? Yeah, completely. I think, I mean, without the support from them, um, you know, I wouldn't have met certain people who have kind of moved my career on um, and kind of helped me out and taught me things that I didn't know. Um, and also because, you know, they support me and they, you know, they're not, they're not a, an institution that will just post about you being a performer and they'll post about you creatively too. Um, so they're very much about kind of promoting their students for what they're doing and not, you know, whether that's in the performing arts or not, um, which I feel is so important. Wow. <clears throat> that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, Liam. <laughs> um, and how did, sorry, I keep giggling whenever you talk. I just love you. Um, love you too, Alice. How did you both Thanks. meet? <laughs> Instagram? Really? Yeah, we were, we were yeah. I was I saw this boy I and I was like, it. he looks nice. <laughs> he looks yeah. swipe right. <laughs> Literally. Um no, I I went and saw Alice in Freaky Friday when she was at Arts Ed. Um and we didn't so know each cool. other. Yeah, like we didn't know each other whatsoever. Um we didn't speak afterwards, like I didn't actually know this <laughs> I avoided girl him. I was like, existed Ew. apart from she played this role in, in Freaky Friday. Um and then I remember I put on um social media that I was like starting this fringe festival, um, which I had no idea how it was gonna go. Um I was just like, I wanna do this, so I'm gonna do it and see what happens. And then Alice message slid me. into the dms yeah yeah she slid into the dms um and was just like listen if you need any help like you know i'm i'm really interested i kind of like this stuff um just let me know and then we just kind of I, I a few feel spreadsheets like... later we got yeah. that baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally i mean i was like oh yeah you could do this and then like two hours later everything else that I needed doing was done and I was like this goes good <laughs> <laughs> too much time on my hands that is so cool <laughs> and so from that you created the grad fest mm -hmm. so tell mm -hmm. me <laughs> what is the grad fest what isn't um, it? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I, when I was just looking it up, I was literally like, they got a podcast, they got YouTube channel, they've got Instagram, they've got workshops, yeah. concerts, cabarets, um, everything. Well, in a nutshell, this is, this is what we copy and paste to everybody. Um, <laughs> but we, the Gradfest is an award-winning company. Um, I like to put that in there. Um, we're an award-winning company that provides um, performance opportunities, workshops, and everything else uh, for <laughs> recent graduates. Um, and it's basically a big support network, if you know, if anything, um, yeah. you know, as well as the opportunities, the workshops, and and things like that. It's just a big place to network with other graduates. Um, there's so many across the UK that would have never met if it wasn't for, you know, mm -hmm. doing the things that they do and, you know, some of the friendships that we see online and we see people have made now are just 
that's what makes me happy and that's what like makes me realize I do what I do because that happens and how has that happened through like do you have like forums or like how have they met through workshops zooms just Mm. seeing you know we we're very lucky we have quite a, a large following on our um instagram so when somebody posts something through our account somebody else can see that just just a like and a comment can mean so much yeah. we're in this digital age we we are we depend on social media um so yeah something as simple as a like you go oh that person's like oh i know them oh hi mm. thank you for watching my video that's great oh great yeah maybe we could collab one day it's it's all these little connections workshop somebody a, a, a graduate has written something do you have grads that could workshop it for me? Yes, of course. We've got loads of grads. And that's another connection. Then there's another connection. And it, I one thing that I think is incredibly important when you leave drama school is con- creating those positive connections because this industry can get so competitive. And mm-hmm. it is. It always will be. That's the nature of our industry. So why not try and make it as friendly and as safe as possible um you know when I walk into an audition room I don't want to be met with tens of scary people looking at me judging me going oh they can get their leg high I mean not me I can't get my leg very high (laughs) oh they can get their leg higher than me oh they they'll get it you know we I don't like that hostile thing that is one side of the industry that I really don't enjoy Mm. so by creating these simple relationships even if it's just a oh hi yeah I recognize you you did something on the grad fest right Mm. It changes the dynamic of an audition room so much. For example, I I was in a, a dance call where, like, in between lockdown one and two, I think it was, and I walked in and I see somebody. I'm like, oh, it's, hi, it's you. Yeah, you did this for us. Oh yeah, you did that in the grad fest. And I'm looking around the room and I'm I know people, so we're smiling, we're chatting, we're having a nice time rather than I don't know anyone here. This is really intimidating. I have to do really well. It just just knowing somebody a friendly face can just make you take a deep breath out and go it's all right I'm surrounded by nice friendly people we're just gonna have a good time in this audition we'll Mm. see what happens after but yeah it's just and I think like from that as well you know when you walk into an audition room and you know I mean I did a few auditions before graduating and you walk in and you're like oh gosh they're from Artsed or or they're from Lanes and and you expect like that they're gonna do things that you can't do or or vice versa and I think by taking that away and actually going they're my friend I've I've met them I've I've been in a, a you know a room with them or I've workshopped something with them um just completely changes and all of a sudden it's not you're not competing against each other you're actually mm-hmm. supporting each other because you're mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Yeah. That is literally the first thing I say when everyone says like if if there's like one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, uh, what am I trying to say? That's what I would say when anyone says, like, what is your audition advice? I'm always like, just speak to people who are, yeah. like, even if you don't know them, for drama school, for anything, because... Like, especially for drama school, actually, like when people go there and like sit with their parents and just like stare into space and then they have to go in and there might be like an improv section. Whereas if you like spoke to someone outside in that improv section, you can, you know, have a little dance with your friend that you just made or like you feel more comfortable in like engaging with them in a scene that you have to do in yeah. an audition. Like, um, so I, I love that side to it as yeah, well. Just completely. making it a friendlier like, place. My housemate that I've lived for for with for four years, um, we met at Arts Ed um, on our first audition, and then we had the same audition at GSA, and then we got into GSA, and, like, then we lived together, and now, like, we spend every single day together, but, you know, without just making that conversation and and actually chatting to somebody, you're, like, prohibiting yourself from actually just relaxing and enjoying it. Yeah, I love that, love that. And, um... What is the goal with the company and how can us, the listeners, support you through that? Um, I think it's to keep, you know, it shocks us actually because every single event we've done, it kind of gets bigger and better every time. And we sit there and we're like, (laughs) how have we done this again? Like how? Mm. Um, But it's because we, we are constantly wanting to give better opportunities to graduates and expose them more and and get them out there um you know and and I never thought we would have you know took a a concert series to Cadogan Hall at all um but you know the Southwark Playhouse was one thing and then to go to Cadogan was completely different and yeah I think we just want to keep growing in terms of the performance opportunities we can provide um and you know and just find new and and inventive ways to keep giving graduates opportunities but also not taking advantage of them which is so important to us um you know when you graduate you are a professional and it's so important that you were recognized for that Mm. um because you know people can you know try and get you to do things and and you know you end up doing things because you want it to better your career but you know we want to make sure that we're giving them opportunities and also respecting them for their craft how because obviously at the beginning of this pandemic thing zoom concerts and workshops and online things were thriving but i don't know if you'd agree now it's even harder to get that momentum and get that get those ticket sales going because I just feel like everyone's a little bit over it um Mm -hmm. I've certainly noticed a shift in my workshops um luckily a lot of them are through companies but in terms of going like going for it myself people are just a bit over dancing through a screen or learning stuff through a screen yeah how have you found that uh how have you found that the whole thing going online and then how it's changed through time through the last year in being online 
I think you. I think now every time we do a concert, we need to find like a niche uh, market. Not maybe not a niche market, but if they're themed or if we we often raise money for charities and all our events different we we aim to go for a different charity each time so that creates a different target audience sometimes um you know people who may support that charity who who may not really be into theater but really support x y z charity um may want to watch um Mm. you know we we what we also try and do is get new grads in each time when we do our grad fest grad fest cabarets such as the one we did in summer we had the reunion we've had our um, halloween one we had our christmas one we try and get new graduates each time so that brings in another new audience um our concerts in fact we've never really they're not a money maker for us as such if we make money like i say profits go to charity so we we're happy with as many people as as we get you know we're not necessarily having to rely on the income um because you know the profits are going elsewhere but as long as we take it in a different direction keep it a bit spicy each time we can still guarantee an audience we've been quite lucky sometimes there are i think it's similar with the workshops we're starting to get a little less but i think that is people people are over it this time of year yeah. is rough. I don't... I, at the start of lockdown, for example, the last thing I wanted to do, to do was a dance class. It just made me miserable. So I was like, I'm going to just cut it out of my life. And that's okay. I'm I'm not going to feel guilty about that at mm. all. So if that's how people have to deal with things, that is how people have to deal with things. Um, as long as they know that we are somewhere that, where they can get great opportunities at either a fraction of the price of workshops or for free we do we offer a lot of free opportunities as long as they know we're there that's all we can ask for so that when they do feel ready to hop back in they can um but yeah i i agree people are over it i'm over yeah, it and <laughs> i think it's funny as well because you know we look at our statistics from yeah the first ever two-week fringe festival we did and we had over 300 graduates involved in online you know festival and then you look to what we have now and it's a lot less um yeah but you know the first time we did that was when the world first went into lockdown and everyone was like oh this is new this is fun Mm -hmm. you know and then a year later it's not fun yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like you know people but i think it's that's the kind of thing that we enjoy is looking at how we can yeah absolutely how how we can reinvent in the situation that we're in um and and keep creating things that uh, you know are fun because they're different yeah yeah and and there are also opportunities that they're not for us you know we we are comfortable and, and have the resources and skills to put them on. We put them on because the graduates want to perform. They want to be able to say, look, I've, I've, I'm in a concert, it's online, but I'm, I'm performing. Mm. And that for them might be the first time they've performed in months. Mm. And that's really exciting for them. And, and everyone who follows them, their friends and family want to watch. Um, you know, people keep wanting to get involved. So it, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's, yes it's for entertainment value but that's not the sole reason why we do it and i think people recognize that and that's why they do want to keep supporting 
and sharing and, and watching. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are the plans for the next year, let's say, in terms of what kind of concerts do you want to do? How do you want to take that further, keep moving forward with online stuff and maybe in-person stuff as well? Yeah, um, I think um, Cadogan streams on the 26th, Sixth to the 4th yeah. of April. Woo! Um, so we're streaming then. And then after that, we, you know, we're kind of looking up what else we can do if things get pushed back or whatever um but yeah i think we'll you know we're starting to introduce a lot more of the 2021 graduates so hopefully Mm -hmm. by the time that the you know this lockdown lifts and we're we're fully out of it that they'll be graduated and and they can come straight in and then we solely focus on them um and we've given the 2020 grads such a kind of a nurturing experience um that they they all feel confident enough to to go out and and absolutely smash it um yeah but we then need to be there for the 2021 graduates and i think that's yeah. something that we reiterate quite a lot is that you know it's people say to us oh are you just doing it for the pandemic and we're like no this is something that's needed to happen for so long yeah is the support from uh you know graduates from drama schools um because, I mean, my brother went to a normal, you know, university and did a, a science degree. And he had su- such a great graduate support scheme in place. Mm-hmm. You know, they helped him find a job and they were there wow. to support him. You know, you leave drama school and you work in a bar what? and you yeah. go to auditions and, and you're up to God knows when. And really, apart from your agent, there's actually no community and support there. And um, sometimes people haven't got an agent haven't got an yeah. agent and you know and we need to be the people that have that support there for them so yeah. that you know they they do have the confidence to get into an audition room and and absolutely yeah. smash it um because it is it's a no-brainer it feels like a no-brainer to me and sometimes it does take people like myself and Liam to go if you need to ask a question or talk to someone come to us because I feel like everyone has somebody they can talk to, people from the year above or people in their year who maybe have an agent that you might want to sign with. But it's like, ah, it's a bit, sometimes these things can be personal. Oh, am I prying, asking too much? By having myself and Liam literally go, come to us. We may not be able to answer the questions, but we can therefore point you in the right direction. We know people who would be happy to mm. talk. It's it's all about creating that little bridge in between college and the industry and like I say, I, I want to feel safe in this industry. I want everyone else to feel safe um, and comfortable and equal. There's nothing worse than a feeling like there's this hierarchy. And it, yes, there is a, this, a, this hierarchy everywhere, but you, everyone is valuable. And if you're a professional, you're a professional, then, then know your full worth and go into an audition room. Don't, don't, don't be apologetic enter that room make them want to watch you if you don't get the job that's fine you'll make an impression it mm. it's all these little things all these little things and we just we just want people to know that they are valuable and worth everyone's time and we are happy to give our time to them to help them feel like that mm-hmm. if mm. that makes sense completely love it and going into like being producers what's the toughest thing would you say you've had to go through so far it's been quite oh, an easy I, I, <laughs> I sometimes this this isn't an overwhelming 
feeling towards it. But sometimes I can sense people don't take us seriously because mm-hmm. we're young. <laughs> I'm not that young. We are fresh into the industry. And I feel like sometimes when somebody goes head first into something and says, right, I'm going to do it. I don't have experience, but I'm going to do it. Sometimes people kind of go, whoa, oh, oh. And I don't know. I don't know. It's like a bull in a china shop. We just go crazy. And I don't know if that sends alarm bells or maybe they're threatened. I may go as far to say it's threatened. (laughs) Um, So I feel sometimes there is that, oh, hi kids. Yeah, all right. But that is a very small fraction. So many people in in the industry who we now consider our friends have been so mind-blowingly supportive and helpful and even just something as simple as uh, replying to an email or uh, again liking or sharing a post or commenting like this is great or retweeting means so much so yeah that is just a fraction I've found the thing that I find difficult the rest you can just kind of go whatever we're gonna do it but that is one thing that sometimes stops me in my tracks and I go gives me the ick yeah Mm. I think it is and like you know that's the same point I think is people not taking you seriously and people not understanding that that's your craft um yeah and you know if I'm if I'm able to put it on and do it then surely you should you know you should be able to uh recognize us and support us um but then I think it's changing as well um yeah you know especially with working with Amina as well I think it's about creating new boundaries because there's such a thing about you know this like the hierarchy but the producers always seem to be the top end of the hierarchy um Mm -hmm. and everyone's like who are they who are they what you know what do they do um but especially at the grad fest we want everyone to feel like it's a a safe place Mm. and that there's not a hierarchy you know i'm not you know I'm, i'm the same person as you i graduate the exact same year yeah exactly. i just run a company that is giving you the opportunity do you know what i mean but yeah. we're both self-employed people who are working um and i think it's about changing that you know you can be a performer and be 19 and walk into the room and do an amazing job you can mm. also be a producer at 19 20 and still walk into the room and do the exact same job as someone who's 40 you yeah, just yeah. you're building your experience um, and practically what do you do like what are the basics that someone can do to shift that narrative if someone's listening who would want to go into producing or running a show or running a company i think just just do it like honestly just do it there's nothing stopping you um there is so many supportive people um we've been so lucky that you know some of the people we are inspired by on a daily basis have emailed us and and reached out to us and said it's wonderful what you're doing how can I help um Mm. and just by having them people there um but also reach out to them um don't be scared to reach out to them I email so many people and ask questions ask for advice and they're so willing to give it you because they want you to do what they do and and to be as good as they are um so I think just don't be scared um you know you can do it absolutely I think I think my advice would be just be prepared just as you would with anything else. So if you walk in for an audition, you learn the sides and you learn the songs. If you don't, 
Uh oh. But you know, as you would with anything, any job interview, you you should go prepared. As long as you're prepared and you know the things you need to know, and you've done the research and you've put the time in, then mm. you're just as professional as the next person. The only thing you're lacking potentially is experience. But you get you get that you earn that. You gotta get you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. So as long as you do it, then how are you gonna even gain experience in the first place? Exactly. If you if you come into a room going, I want to be taken seriously. Respect me. I will respect you. Obviously, don't go in. Don't literally say that to a panel. Imagine, hi Andrew Lloyd Webber, take me seriously. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you come in with respect, respect the panel show them what you got and you know this this is in life not just audition circumstances but show them you're serious give them the respect they shall respect you back you know create that level playing field even Mm. if inside you're bricking it and you think this is terrifying i don't know what i'm doing pretend you know exactly what you're doing and act professional stay cool calm and collected you've got to fake it till you make it sometimes just be so just just try and take control of the room breathe you'll be fine (laughs) i love it advice with alice i love that i need a whole session on that because that was a pep talk Um, so for anyone listening who wants to get involved help where can they find you what can they do are you looking for sponsorship right now like be completely open with me what can we do Uh, yeah um i mean so you can if you're a graduate or somebody who wants to know more about the Gradfest, you can visit mm-hmm. our website, which is www.thegradfest.co.uk or on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram at the Gradfest. Um, and we've got a nice little blue logo with the black graduate yeah. hat. I love that you're on Facebook. Who's on Facebook? Yeah. I love that. Just I in know, case. Love... Listen, the mums. Yeah. The mums. The mums. The mums yeah. and the aunties. Um, <laughs> and yes, um, we're currently outreaching for sponsors, so if you are interested in sponsoring, then you can email liam at thegradfest.co.uk um, and we can get chatting. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just, I mean, we just want, you know, if you can follow our social media platforms yeah. and, and sign up to our mailing list, that's the most we can ask for. Yeah. Um, you know, just And as, as well, um, it, creatively, uh, I'm the artistic director, so... I have ideas floating in my head, but sometimes I, I need help with those ideas. So if anyone has ideas, please contact me. And even if it's like something as simple as a theme for a cabaret, I don't know, just whatever, you can DM me or DM the Gradfest um, or email me. I, my email is alice at thegradfest.co.uk. Just let, let me know. Either just be like, hi, I'm a grad. Remember me. Something as simple as that. We'll have you. We'll have your name in our heads. If we see something that works good for you, we'll contact you. Mm. Um, you know, j- just just become our friends. Get to know us. We'll get to know you. Um, don't be a stranger. Mm. Yeah. You never know don't who's going to see who. How do you do that? Just off of the top of your head, or do you have like like a little books thing? We so we have like a, well, we had a big database of um, graduates right at the start of 2020 graduates um and then i'm very nosy so i go and watch (laughs) all of the 2021 graduate showcases and shows um and love to scout about and save spotlight links to little spreadsheets and things like that um 
We just remember. Yeah, it's like, I, I feel like all actors are great at remembering faces. I'm not so good with names, but I know a face. Mm. And it'll just be something as simple as, oh, I know about, oh, there's that person. They'd be great for that. And just contacting them. It, there's you so know, many people that we've seen do start. one thing. Yeah. Um, there's a girl who did something for us um, a couple of weeks ago. And she said, where did you find me? And I said, you were you were um, the leading ghost. Um in your third year show, weren't you? And she said, yeah. And I said, I then searched you on Spotlight and found your agent and got in contact. No. <laughs> and found your address. And, but just find yeah. you know, if people, if people stand out and, you know, you remember them people for what they've done and they don't yeah. go away, but it's just mm. finding the right opportunity for them. And as soon as that comes up, you know, your brain starts ticking and you do just think back to, to what you've seen and who you've seen. Um, and that's what any casting director does if you know in all honesty <laughs> mm, if they remember yeah. you they remember you if they like you they'll get you back in the room for another audition and another audition yeah just Completely. great yeah i would like to be yeah. added to the database okay. <laughs> right you that can in you can i want to do all these fun things i was Same part of the cad- <laughs> i would actually how how um how bad is this i'm not on spotlight anymore <laughs> wow my thing um, ran out and um, i was like this. i haven't got the money like i'm going back to Juliet. i got a there's, job there's i'm no doing reason. hair again like do you know what i mean i like, wish i had that luxury yeah. i was like take my money <laughs> i know i'm please. so i am very lucky but i'm probably let's be honest this is probably aren't going to come back till september whatever then i'm gonna yeah. be in Juliet, and then i can just rejoin after that yeah yeah do you know what I mean? exactly completely Completely. But yeah, yeah um, I, have, uh, I will. Cro- I'll cut that bit out. <laughs> I said to my agent, I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. I can't do it." <laughs> no, it's so pointless. It really so is. much money really that I have not got. Yeah. Um, no. Well, both of you, it was just such a joy to have you on. You are too big and supposed to me because I just love your attitude to everything in thank life you. um thank you. and as are you to us that's why we got yeah. you on for grads at, oh um, stop <laughs> so me luke courtney hosted <laughs> grads at cadogan hall which is the 26th of march to the 4th of april yes, yes. that was a good mm-hmm. memory um and we all co-hosted it together and we were just all hot messes and it was a laugh but you probably but it was <laughs> a beautiful hot i mess. wish you did a blooper reel I know. I said I mean, that. I mean, you, you could. We'll talk, we'll talk to the team because yeah. <laughs> that, especially Courtney's. <laughs> We'd raise so much money for acting for others. We would... <laughs> I mean, that's so rough. They all saw Courtney go, "Fuck you, Marcus." <laughs> they get loads of money, and um, yeah, and the proceeds going to acting for others, which is incredible. Yes. Yeah, um, I can't so wait you to can tune visit in. Visit our website and buy your ticket. Get it'll be tickets. a blast I mean, it, it is fantastic i mean on a on i'm being real here guys alice has been real uh it is a blast like the yeah. all our if we do say so all our cabarets are great they're always a hoot we always encourage people to get creative and sing things that you know once they may not have felt comfortable doing at drama school i don't know but this time oh my gosh and our md sam sam young oh my gosh he You're can tickle treat, those guys. he can tickle yeah. those ivories and the <laughs> yeah it's just oh and the, i don't know how it happened everyone is just on their top a game and the kadokan looks beautiful uh, guys it's yeah i'm gonna be watching it more than once 
Oh yeah, Which I will be. Is something from me. So yeah, yes. good. So good. Well, have a lovely day. Love you both loads. Thank you Can't so wait much. to do more thank fun you. things together. And thank you for coming on. Thanks Anytime. so much. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.